Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by Copper Compression. If you've been doing extra sewing or housework, your hands might need some extra support. Visit coppercompression.com and use code SEWINGOUTLOUD to receive 30% off your first order. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And our podcast topic today is stay stitching, under stitching, and top stitching. You got it. And you know, these are all just straight stitching. That's right. They're all just straight stitching on different stuff at different times. Right. Different, in different, different parts in the process. Right. Perhaps with different types of thread. But it's all yep. straight stitching. It is. And like, um, it kind of reminds me of when people are like, does this machine do quilting? You know? Right. <laughs> yes, it does. Like, that was one of our earliest episodes was, we called it machine marketing buzzwords. Right. Um, and you know, the process of quilting is a lot of just making a stitch on the sewing machine, which is what the sewing That's machine right. does. It sews, you know? So this is, uh, a, yeah, I just think it's interesting. It really shows you how versatile the sewing machine is. That's right. It does so many things for you. It really does. It as you're creating. It really, really does. A quilt or a garment or a whatever, a home deck, you know, it does so many things. So uh, the reason that I brought up or, the, you know, the evolution of coming up with this episode is we have talked about each of these techniques, at, you know, at some point. But I was getting a lot of questions in the group about, like, slash pockets getting wavy right and necklines on like a wrap top basically sort of things losing their shape flipping out yeah right. losing their shapes are really that's like a really good way to put it so you know you get like a flare on the edge of a right of a pocket where you wanted it to lay flat you didn't want a flare right. well and anytime <laughs> you have a neckline you're you have some sort of curve so you're not on the straight of grain you're you know you're unless it's like an exact rectangle neckline <laughs> Which is very rare. 
you know. I guess. Zini's I mean, you unamused could, you by could my... have it like a true boat neckline, yes. I guess. Right. Well, I was thinking like like that. You know, but yeah, but it still will stretch at the corners. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. So it will still get out of shape. That's a really good. Um, that's a good point. That you think they saw that the way you made that with your yeah, hands? Yeah, I think they saw it. Okay, I just made a square, like kind of a rectangle with my with my fingers. Um, but that's a really good point. Is that a lot of those you know necklines, pocket, right? I mean, very, generally a neckline is is on the bias somewhere. Yeah, um, or off grain. Let's off put it grain. That way. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And uh, that is one place where if you're doing kind of more uh, traditional quilting with straight pattern pieces, you know, with squares, right? A lot of times you are not on the. Uh, a lot of times you are on grain. Hopefully you're on right. grain, you know. Uh, so that's nice. And then, you know, with quilting, you can, of course, be putting together, like, triangles and stuff. Um, but there are ways that you can, you know, keep your fabric together before you cut your triangle and stuff. So anyway, there's just – you always want to keep it stable. But with garment sewing, sometimes you do. I will get nervous when I cut out a pattern piece. That has like a lot of curve to it. I'm uh-huh. like, okay, you know, like hello, you maybe it's like a, you know, a bodice front that then uh-huh. ha- goes into like a thinner strap. I, the the curvier the edge of my pattern piece, uh, or or the thinner it is, sort of like I can see that it's getting less right. stable, and like a little alarm bell goes off in my brain, and I think I need to be careful about this. Well, and know? I have to say that's one place that the rotary cutting for me mm. has lessened that worry. Yeah. You know, I don't have to put that blade up under the fabric and, you know, hold one side of it down. You know, the the rotary cutter in cutting out patterns, if you have not tried that or um, perfected it, it's well worth it. Oh yeah, it's yeah. well worth it. Well, that's that's a really good point. So, uh, what we're what we're talking about today is sort of you know keeping your fabric from being distorted with these three techniques, um, and then but starting out, you need to have accurate cutting. Absolutely. Like that's you said that to me once. You know, many years ago, you were like talking about sort of some garment construction techniques, and you're like, but really, when it comes down to it. You have to cut out accurately first right. for any of this to work, you know, so that is very true. Okay, so let's talk about stay stitching first. Okay. What do you think? How about, yeah, no, good? I think so. I think that's what you would do first in in, in this true. process. Very true. That's exactly how yeah. it would go. Stay no, stitching would totally be right. first. Yeah, you're totally right. So we did a, a series on circle skirts, mm-hmm. okay, and you talked about, like, right after you cut out that circle skirt – you are going to stay stitch your waistline. The waistline. Mm-hmm. So tell me, you know, I've just cut out my circle skirt. Right. Um, I'm going to come over to my sewing machine with it, and what am I going to do? Well, ideally, you're going to stitch away from the edge probably about three-eighths of an inch. Okay. okay? Um, if you go to a half inch, you're kind of pushing that stage, you know, Saying and this is assuming that your seam allowance, seam allowance yeah. is five eighths. So I'm saying do it at three eighths. Now a lot of times what I do is it's sort of an arbitrary thing. I line up you know the edge of my presser foot with the edge of that fabric. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like that's probably three eighths. You know I want it to be more than a quarter uh-huh. because that's not enough. Yeah. Okay, that's not you want it to stabilize you know enough 
into your seam allowance, right? Right. That you don't get misshapen. So I pick that up very, very easily, right? And mm -hmm. I try not to misshape, you know, and I gently put it under my... And you're making sure the weight is supported. That weight is supported. You're not stretching that arc or that right. shape or whatever, you know, whatever you've done. And you put it under that press of it and you stitch it. And I use, I mean, I use a, a two or two, a two and a half or a three. Okay. I don't worry usually about taking it out because mm -hmm. generally what I'm going to do later is understitch, which we're going to talk about. So that's going to be graded away probably. Yeah. So you don't want to make it, uh, so you're, you know, you're stay stitching a lot of curves generally. So right. you don't want this to be super long because it won't provide the stabilization. Right. It may not go around the curve. So you don't want so to go up to you four won't, or five. In other words, you won't get a smooth curve. Right. And, and you want it to be stable. Mm -hmm. Like a basting stitch will not stabilize. Yeah, so we don't want right. to go up to four or five. But you don't want to go down real low. You no, don't, don't go down to a two or one and a half because then, you, then you're – you're almost too tight. Yeah, yeah, and you could actually distort the fabric by going you can do, too short. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So our whole thing here is sort of, I mean, test. You know, right. maybe there is some special. Now, if I have a fabric that is very flimsy, slick, whatever, I may have already sewn it out, or I'm sorry, cut it out with tissue paper. or mm -hmm. well, Not tissue paper, but pattern paper. Yeah. Right? Um, I we don't like to use tissue paper on our machines. And so I may be bringing it over with that paper yeah. on that piece. So I'm talking about like a, a silky, slinky chiffon. Right. Really hard to stay stitch. Uh-huh. Really, really hard to stay. So if it's on that paper, I just go ahead and use that paper as my stabilizer, and then I can pull it away. So a circle skirt waistline is a circle. All right. right. That's a pretty good, like, um, that might be really evident to people. Okay. This whole thing is just one curve, you know. So I'm going to stay stitch this. But where else you can stay stitch is at, like, the V of right. a neckline. Absolutely. So you can stay stitch the whole neckline. It was just like when you were saying a rectangle. Well, then you need to do those the corners. corners. Right. Yeah. You, you know, I would probably do the whole thing. But yeah. you could just do the corners. You could. Um, no, I would, yeah, right. probably do the whole thing, too. And then with those slash pockets... Uh, I think we might get into some of the troubleshooting here. I, I think one of the things with the slash pockets is they might not realize that they're also on a bias. That's right. So uh, okay. So if if it, maybe you have a slash pocket that's not on the bias, and you're not going to have that trouble. Yep. Okay. Of it losing its shape as easily, but if it's off grain. It will lose its shape with manipulation. Yeah, and I'd say, don't you think the majority of them, you know, are going to be... I, I think the majority are going to be off-grain, right. So you've got that slash pocket, and I do think that this is something that might be dependent upon your equipment and your level of experience. Mm -hmm. I know that I used to stretch things out right. more when I was a younger you know, stitcher, right. okay? Like, and now I've learned a little, you know, just You've got to be, yeah, you have to be gentle with it. Working with yeah, the fabric. Yeah. But the stay stitching can help prevent things like right. that. So I personally, like, when I'm making my jeans, uh, I made, and I made Derek some pants that had slash pockets. I didn't stay stitch those because I felt like my technique was, uh, what do adequate. I want to say? Adequate. Yeah. And I don't, I, I hate to use like the word, my technique was advanced enough or something because I don't even know if that's well, really the right word. Well, your experience. You have the experience. But yeah, I had the level right. of experience. Where and, and, 
And it was probably a denim that wasn't that flimsy right. or easily to go out of shape. You know, some fabrics don't go out of shape like others do. And don't you feel like... And the other thing is, is if you cut it and made it right away, that makes a difference. Yeah, and don't you feel like sometimes though so you've honed these instincts where you're like, I can handle this slash pocket on right. denim. Right. And then you go and you're like, whoa, slash pocket on silk satin that right. is super thin. I will stay stitchless right. even though... Well, I'm an experienced and And the one stitcher. thing that we, you know, I talked about having pattern paper yeah. or tracing paper under that or whatever, you may actually want to stabilize that in some instances. So mm-hmm. you maybe want to, maybe you're wanting to, you know, top stitch on a little strip of organdy. Right. Or um, what's no, this? No, you just said top stitch. Stitch. Oh, I'm Do sorry. You mean stay I stitch? said straight stitch is what I said. Okay, okay, but, okay. But sorry. stay stitch is stay what stitch. I mean. Okay. Yes, you want. So you want to you want to incorporate that okay. into that stay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, steam is not steam is seam. Uh, There's that seems great. Yeah, yeah. Seems, seems great. great, and it's like a little non-woven this is, strip of stuff. It's kind of cool. This is kind of uh, where uh, Jennifer. Um, Medina was asking, uh, she was ordering cotton organdy uh-huh. from us, and she ordered a lot. It's on its way, Jennifer. Or uh, you really should have it by the time this podcast comes out. <laughs> so she said, what other interfacing should I get? Right. We, none and for we us. Really we like, yeah. Except we do like that fusible tape for some things. For, you know, that is yeah. that is. I would one. say I would say there's some fusible tapes That's, we use yeah, like that. And because we consider them temporary and they're light and they're not going to interfere. Yeah, and they also like it's one strip that gets sewn in; it doesn't go uh, like right. through a whole pattern piece right. where then it can right. come and, shred and apart. And we use the kind we know launders well. Yeah. Uh, so, is stabilizer? If I was on a deserted island, as long as I had cotton organdy, <laughs> right? Yeah. And um, uh, power mesh. I yeah. could probably do anything. So when you're stay stitching, if you feel like you need another stabilizing force, right. um, if you want it to be permanent, that cotton organdy, another layer of the fabric, and you would stitch through or this. Or just a little tiny strip of that fabric. Right, right. right. Well, that's what I want right. to say. So okay. you could put okay. a scrap right. under there yes. and then trim it. Yes. Or you could cut a strip. Right. Yeah, I was. Uh, that's, that's a good point. Some people actually... I've seen people use the selvage because yeah. it, doesn't, it stretch. doesn't stretch. Now the other thing about that though is it's also very rigid sometimes, it, and it's a, yeah, a bit so so, so you you know again experience was is this going to work here or is this not yeah right. so you could so stay stitching is basically preventing the distortion of a curve or some the kind shape, of shape that you cut right and then you do want to make sure that while you're stay stitching you are not distorting right. the shape and okay. that's why we always talk about you don't pull the fabric through you don't push the fabric through you guide the fabric you also through. something zd says all the time is stop and readjust it, absolutely there's no there's nothing about there's no trophy about <laughs> sewing a mile straight without with yeah, your without, with your foot on the pedal. No, stop and adjust. Yeah. yeah. So you're gonna do that. I like that two point five to three stitch length. Yes. Um. Okay. So that slash pocket. It and is, I would be using my construction thread more. Okay. You know. Yeah. I, okay. I would be set up. I would. Good, and good I point. I hate to say this. I just because we just had this post and people got all upset about thread. Don't get upset about thread. You can take our recommendations or not. Okay. Yeah. You can listen to what we have mm-hmm. to say, and you can we we talk about our experiences with thread, and 
you know, no one's trying to thread shame anyone. But I don't want your crappy thread. But anyway. I mean, okay, there might be someone out there who wants to thread shame. Okay. Right. But, you know, our our If you are happy, yeah, stay happy. Stay happy. There don't you let go. someone upset you nope. about what you're doing nope. if it's working for you. Yes, yes, okay? yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, don't and don't take offense where it's not given either. But um a good quality thread is very important there just not to add bulk. Yes. Okay. Yes. If it stays. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, a lot of times you can be you could be trimming You'll this end away. Up grading it away or something. Very often. Sometimes not all of it gets graded away. You know, it, it's it's kind of a funny thing so that can happen. So I don't want to give people the impression before we maybe move on to uh, understitching that you have to like stay stitch around your whole pattern piece nope, on nope, every nope, garment. Nope. Okay, no. and say like say <laughs> like you have an A line to your skirt, right? That that side seam's probably not going to need a okay, stay stitch. That's a really long seam. It's a really long seam, but it's gradual. Okay, and it is straight, even though. It's not cut straight of grain. I also wanted to say, like, we're talking about pants here, maybe with a side, where with well, a flash pocket. And you know, right. you don't have to stay stitch well, the side and, seam. And of I your think trouser. if you think smaller pieces, yeah, because even with the circle skirt, even the waist of a circle skirt, you know, it curves, but it doesn't curve back. It, it does. It's not a curve like an armhole curve. Yeah, like an arm's eye. So yeah. the smaller the curve, the more likely you are to get a distortion. Actually. Now, but one one thing about a circle skirt is just all that weight. Yes. On the yes. generally. Right. Even with a lightweight fabric, it's it's so uh apt to distort because of the volume of fabric exactly. in a circle skirt. But I do want to bring up in Olga Lynn's uh sweater class, uh-huh. um, and she was a sponsor a few episodes back, sewsweaters.com. And what's the coupon code? I think it's sewing out loud for like I think 15% it is too. Off. Sewing out loud fifteen maybe. No, or something. Uh, we'll figure that out. Put yeah, that in the show we'll notes. Put that in the notes. But this is one technique. I don't think she'd mind us saying that she has you do more stay stitching than usual because the fabric that you're using to sew this sweater is a sweater knit, which is like super which open. Which is knit. made to go out of shape. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> okay. Yes. It's made to hang. It's made right. to to do those. But like I said, on a woven, especially. Right. You know. The smaller the curve, mm-hmm. honestly, the more likely you are to go out of shape. And you can, yeah. And it depends so we're on... talking about like necks. We're talking about you know armholes, right? Anything with that little curve. Um, your slash pocket. Some people may have no trouble with it at all. Well, that's like a... you just said. Yeah. And it also depends on the fabric. Okay, and I do want to say, well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about top stitching, right. you know, a bit later. But uh, the the stitch length once again. Yep. Please pay attention to that. See how tight your stitches are. That can be something that's distorting your and, fabric. And we know that you have started this project with a brand new, brand new sharp needle. needle. Okay, and you can test. So if you're if you are unsure about what stay stitching will kind of like work out right. nicely for you and everything, give it a test. Cut out a little like mock. Yeah, faux. cut out a curve, a little curved yes. armhole or something out of your scrap. It's like you could cut out. Something that looks like a square that has a circle taken out of it, sort of, kind of thing. And you can kind of sew on that and see what it would be like. And stay stitching also might not look super beautiful, okay? Because you are often sewing on one layer of fabric. That's true. Now, it shouldn't look terrible, okay? It shouldn't be like there's looping everywhere and it looks awful. But uh, your sewing machine really is going to get its best stitch on two layers of fabric, okay? 
So when we sew on one layer of fabric, we're just not expecting to like, I don't know. Have that pristine Send stitch. it to the state fair. Like you don't send just to state fair. has been using the state fair Yeah, my sourdough. She must be wanting to go to the state my fair. My sourdough today, I was like, this is, this would win first place at the state fair. You know. Okay, so <laughs> I've never done anything at a state fair. <laughs> Have you ever been to one? Because I don't think I've taken you to one. I think somebody took me to one once. Okay. Like. Uh, you know, a friend in, like, yeah. middle school or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so that is a heads up. Uh, straight stitching on one layer of your fabric might not look super duper beautiful. And sometimes some people get really picky. I, I'm don't, not. It's not yeah, going to show. Don't, don't worry about that. It not shouldn't show. show. No, this is, maybe right. that's a, this should not show. Right. So it's either going to be hidden in a seam. Mm-hmm. Or graded away. Or graded away. Uh, that three eighths of an inch, like Mom said, that's that's a really good uh, thing to do. So a lot of times I grade on that stitching, like I use that as a guideline, and I, line. that's what I'm cutting off. Mm. Right? Oh, that's that's a good. Doesn't that make sense? That's nice. Yeah, oh, that's very nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about under stitching and top stitching. And I think stay stitching, stay stitching was kind of my, you know, I really wanted to talk about that a little bit and how it can help you. Um, on things like the wrap dress, on things like right. the, you know, the slash pockets if you're getting that flare. So we will be right back. Let's take a moment to thank our latest sponsor, Copper Compression, for supporting the podcast. Copper Compression offers a full range of copper-infused wellness products like braces, gloves, and sleeves that provide targeted relief and the support you need through your active recovery. They have the highest copper content on the market guaranteed. Copper-infused fabric is wondrous material. It has antimicrobial and anti-odor properties and boosts circulation. The unique combination of compression and copper gives you the strength to heal. We know how important our hands are. I've been knitting and gardening more while staying at home, which is fun, but my hands were killing me. I started using their half-finger gloves while working on my latest project, and my hands have felt so much better. Copper Compression was recently in the news. They donated their entire stock of 18,000 professionally manufactured masks to New York and New Jersey hospitals. And of course, we have a special offer for our listeners. Go to coppercompression.com slash sewingoutloud30. That's coppercompression.com slash sewingoutloud30. Or use the promo code sewingoutloud, all one word, at checkout for a very generous 30% off on your first order. Thanks, Thanks Copper, Copper Compression. Compression. Sew, 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 sewing out loud. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back. Okay, so understitching would be the next thing that you do uh, in the process. And I know this because I I believe that there have been a couple garments that I've made where, like, I accidentally top-stitched <laughs> Should have understitched first. So why would you <laughs> understitch, Mallory? Okay, understitching is magical, witchcraft, amazing, fun thing to do in sewing, in my opinion. I can't, I don't know what the specific project was where I first understitched, but it changed my life and I love to do it and I do it even when the pattern doesn't tell me to mm-hmm. because I love it so much. Did Sorry, that didn't answer your yeah, question. Well, that's okay. Is there is there anything that you do before you understitch? So yeah. how how would how yeah. would this happen? Okay. So say okay. So I'm going to put. I have a co- I have I have a neckline, and I am going to put a facing well, maybe, maybe in we my can, neckline. Maybe we can talk about this because this was actually a little counterintuitive to me, because I. You're going to talk about grading. Grading and clipping. Yes. Right. And I would have understitched first before I graded. Right. Mm-hmm. But you. But no. But no. Okay. So where this instinct came from, maybe we should explain what understitching is first. But where this instinct came from is I wanted to sew on as much fabric as possible and then grade. Okay. But we'll have it. We'll have it. That was a seam gauge uh, <laughs> that I've been like playing with. It just fell it was the, my microphone. It was the set out of my ring. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, excuse me. Uh, so anyway, let's explain what understitching is and then get back to that. Okay. okay. So pretend that uh, slash pocket. It. I think yeah. this is a great That's visualization. A good one. Okay. So you have like the front panel of a pair of pants. Okay. And it's like the the corner has been cut off of it because. There's a slash there where your hand's going to go in so that you can get into your pocket. And then you have your pocket fabric, your pocket bag, um, the inside of that. So you sew those two pieces together. You sew them together right sides together. Maybe you stay stitched first if you felt that was needed, okay? Uh, But you sew those right sides together, and then you're going to flip that pocket bag to the inside, okay? So you see there where you flipped it over, you got two seam allowances, you've got two, you know, you got the pocket bag and you got the outside of the trousers. That's like a lot of bulk there. So Mm -hmm. if you've ever worn a garment where the lining was trying to creep out to the outside, this is where understitching can come in handy because it helps keep the lining inside. So what you do before you go to, um, you know, your next step in the process is you actually sew through the seam allowance of the trouser fabric 
this seam allowance of the pocket bag fabric and the pocket bag. So it's three layers, okay? So you come over to your sewing machine uh, and you've got the, like what I would do, I like to sew from the right side because otherwise my mom would, you know, make me go. Because you're supposed to. Get a switch off yes. the tree. No, because you're supposed to. Uh, you know, I've got the pocket bag up facing me and the trouser leg. It's, it's facing mm-hmm. me too. It's off to my left. But all of the seam allowances. all the seam allowances are under that pocket bag. Which is considered your lining. That's my lining. Right. So it would be like the facing of my neckline mm-hmm. or, or something like that, just like you said. And I would stitch. So what I like to do is use the edge joining foot. Okay, and generally move my needle all the way over to the right. I don't know what that is. If that's like one eight. Well, it's different on any machine. It, yeah. yeah, so it might. It's it's a very small amount though, but you basically straight stitch. Um, you know, guided by that. Guided seam. by the seam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's kind of nice on the slash pocket because it's straight. Right. On a neckline facing, it could be curved, right. so it's just a little more and complex. And again. Mm-hmm. Like a, a length of three, you don't. Especially, yeah, and especially if you have a curve, you certainly you may want to. You may decide on the curves to decrease your stitch length if it's real curvy. Yeah, I okay, to get around that curve, I would not go higher than a three. Yeah, it's not a basting stitch. No, it's not a basting and it's not stitch. a top stitch. Mm-mm. Okay, it's gonna. This be, is a under stitch, and it's going to be like against your body yes. or this one that I was talking against about. Against another piece of fabric. It's going to be right. on the inside of right. my pocket where my hand is right. going. So, so when, you won't want right. it too long. So when you do this, and I think Mallory painted a good picture. So when you do this, you have put two pieces of fabric together. Mm-hmm. And you wind up with then, you know, each fabric layer has a seam allowance, yes. right? So there's like four things there that you could right. actually stitch through. Yes. But you're going to stitch through three at one time. And the only thing you're not stitching through is that fashion, public fashion public, fabric. Yeah. That's the one that doesn't get stitched through. So, the other three layers are, you know, smoothed out, right? Uh-huh. And under that lining fabric or that, you know... Pocket, the pocket lining, the lining or whatever it is right yeah. so now what would i tell you to do though before that yeah tell tell me what to do okay so mallory doesn't want a greater seam before but she i stitches. will i'll i'm listening but i'm telling her she should <laughs> so grading a seam means one seam allowance is is trimmed and trimmed shorter than the other seam allowance so you, you're actually trimming both both seam allowances but what they're stair-stepped that is the definition of the word grade. Oh, really? Okay, grade. Oh, okay, because, I'm so good. I did not know I was a, that good on here's this. Here's a little tangent. Okay. okay? Someone, and sorry, if, uh, someone in the group was like, I don't like it when people say they're grading between pattern pieces. I see. Uh, mm-hmm. Like between sizes. Well, yes, and I don't say that either. I do. You know why? I per, so if, mm-hmm. if 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 you're listening, I love you, and I'd love to engage. But grading's on this. all right too. Okay, grading is about levels or ranks or things like that. Like when you grade the side of a hill, right? So when it's you like grade, I am right? When you grading grade from a six to mm-hmm. a seven, I'm grading from right. one foot to five feet. I believe it's an appropriate. And I some I will sometimes 
more than often, I will say blending. Well, I say blending. Right. I just don't think it's incorrect. To I don't say. think grading is incorrect at all. Okay, because great here. Let's yeah. There's just no. you know one of the definitions of grading. Of course, one of the de- definitions right. is a mark indicating the quality of a student's work. You know, <laughs> but um. Well, and that here. You, listen, you've graded the students. Yeah. One's at a higher at level than the other. Right. I like this definition of uh, quote pass gradually from one level especially a shade of color, into right, another. So another. the word gradually, of course, is related mm-hmm. to the word grade. All right, so when we're grading here, you're creating now different widths or lengths of seam right. allowance, however you want to look at that. Uh, you know, you're creating different levels of seam allowance. And anyway, I just, I just wanted to bring that up. Perfect right. timing. So... <laughs> <laughs> I think you can grade between pattern sizes is what I just what I want to say there. Okay. Okay. So you're grading your seam allowances. Right. One's shorter than the other. Right. To what? Which one's the shortest? I don't know. It's the lining one. Okay. Okay. Now, because if you think about this, it's the lining one, and then the next one, you you know, you grade the fashion yeah. fabric. Because when you pull that back and down, mm-hmm. the longer one mm-hmm. will encase the shorter one, yeah. basically. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. It's hanging yeah. over. So that the longest piece is what you will see on that back okay, side. Okay, so my, my hesitation but about grading. it's all grading, enclosed. Okay, my hesitation about grading before understitching is I'm afraid I'm going to cut it too short. Well, then practice. I miss it. Then you know? practice. So it's like I just felt you like can't. I, no, no, no. You can't even cut it that short. Okay. Think about Don't how close your stitching is. Not, I'm sure right. I could screw. You're it up. also going to clip curves. <laughs> okay, this makes more sense. This makes a lot more because sense. because you will not get a nice yeah. shape. You want a nice flat shape, no. and you will not get it if you don't gra- if, if you don't grade that curve or if you don't clip that curve. Okay, so on a slash pocket, you don't need to clip any curves because right. there's no curves, you know. But, but now some size puppets. Well, you have a little bit of a curve. Okay, is that called a? Well, yes, but you know I, mean, I mean, like a jeans pocket, that's not a slash pocket, but it's got a curve right, there. Right. So for sure, you're, yeah, but like think of a, a round neckline, a scoop neckline. Yeah, those cur- curves right. need to be clipped, notched, whatever you want to call it. Um, because you can, you don't want to pull that. No. First of all, you don't want to. Okay, you don't want to pull this fabric and stitch it down. You want to lay <laughs> this fabric down, and you just want to coach it a little bit into smoothness and stitch right over it. There's there should be no forcing here. Yeah, the understitching of a straight seam, like our theoretical right. straight slash pocket, is a lot more straightforward than the understitching of a neckline because then you've got these two curves where it was fine to sew the facing right sides together to the fashion fabric but then you go to kind of unfold that and you don't have your fabrics just laying nice and flat on the machine bed you have some manipulation to do uh, some very gentle and accurate in fact your fabrics are not going to lay flat no when when you lay them flat you that seam is the only thing that will lay right right you know and not until you curve you know yeah uh, That's why fold it over you on know, itself. I think occasionally some people are like, oh, I'd just rather hand stitch some of these things because part of the art of the sewing machine is manipulating things so that the action under the needle is where it's flat. Right. You know, whereas if you were to like do that by hand, you could hold that garment. Like however you want, you know. Right. I mean, I'm not doing it by hand. Like for that's not me. Uh, but because <laughs> I'm lazy. <laughs> but so, the re the re yes. what, so. What we're saying is, you know, if you get a pattern with instructions and it says stay stitch and then it says understitch, you want to do these things. Yes. They're not just kidding you. 
it, or it's it's it's, no it's not like an unnecessary thing that you're going to skip unless you want that garment not to look okay and if like you, it's supposed to if you understand understitching just do it now okay and, and it, honestly it doesn't really take that much time it doesn't and if a pattern like, has not told you to do it and you get the whole thing put together right. and your lining or your facing starts to right. creep out you it's very difficult to like go back right and do it and that's when people try to fix it with top stitching just top stitch right. it <laughs> Well, I mean, you can, but it won't. It no, won't really it won't be quite it. the same. However, I do want to. First bring of it. all, you'll never oh. get that pristine, pristine no. look of that seam folding on, or you know, the lining folding under. I do want to say sometimes with understitching, let's envision a, like a a sheath dress, okay, that has a zipper in the back and and around, you know, a, a scoop neck, a jewel mm-hmm. neckline okay. or something like that. And it has let's say it has a facing around the neckline. Okay. And that zipper in the back. Sometimes you do stop your understitching short of a zipper yes. placement because of course your zipper needs to go all the way up into that, you right. know, where the facing meets the neckline. Also, we would have put together our shoulder seams absolutely before we put the facing on yes. okay so if if i just want to bring that up because i have before when it's like add in understitching on a garment and the order of operations was not right friendly and to order it. of operations so. you know when you're following someone's instructions maybe you want to go by their order of operations the first time if you're a more experienced seamstress maybe you will read their instructions and go Oh, I know what they're talking about. I know where they're coming from, but I want to do it this way. Yeah. Because you have a way, or you have a way that you finish off the top of that invisible zipper. And yes. Maybe they're putting a set-in zipper. Yep. So, you know, or maybe you've decided you're going to have an exposed zipper, and that's not what they have. Yeah. So, you know, you might be changing that. But if you're a newbie, or if you're not sure, may, or, you know, make mock up a neckline and see what's going on whatever that's actually a really good good idea um and so yeah i just wanted to bring that up that if somebody is sort of thinking about this they're like well then that puts the you know that makes it so that seam isn't open anymore for me to do you're totally right you know you have kind of uh sealed up put that that zipper in first yep yep it it did you know you need (laughs) to think of the order of operation uh i think we're ready to move on to top stitching i think Mm -hmm. i had a good segue with what does top (laughs) stitching mean mallory everybody what does top stitching mean zd has daggers coming out of her eyes and they're looking at you and if you top stitch things from underneath your project then you're not top stitching. she's not mad at you she's just disappointed well i'm disappointed in (laughs) teachers i'm disappointed in the person that taught them oh just go from the other side and you'll always know that you'll catch your seam allowance or whatever the other thing you'll always do is not be exactly the same distance probably from your seam or from your edge on your top so if it's the side it's the public side the let's look at side yeah you need to stitch from that side plus if you're using a top stitch thread, yep. it needs to come from the top because you're probably not using the top stitch thread in the bobbin. That's yeah. your your machine won't handle it well. You need a a bobbin thread and then a top stitch thread, which will be a thicker, heavier thread. No, it's the more. I mean, it really is the more accurate way. Also, it's not 
what do I what do I want to say? I don't and mean... and and yeah, you're still okay. Again, a sewing when a lock stitch sewing machine is yeah. what we use these days, mm-hmm. right? The top stitch is nice and straight and even. Yep. If you turn it over and you look at the bobbin stitching, it is not a straight stitch. It is on a slant. It's supposed to be. Yeah, it ra- that thread wraps a little The thread a little wraps, bit. and then it wraps, and then it wraps like that. So you want that top stitch look. You don't want the under. I just saw a whole bunch of people do giving instructions on some stuff, and they were doing it upside down. Well, so that's when Azidi was driving me piece. nuts. And, and they say top stitch, and I'm like, liar. Well, don't call it a top yeah. stitch. No. <laughs> Just say stitch this, stitch this, and don't and stitch this, and this is not a top stitch. That's what they should be okay, saying. Okay, so, and I don't want to minimize anyone who's, like, learning or anyone who this is a challenge for, but. You know how you learned a top stitch? What? Practice, practice, okay, practice. Okay, so yes. But, yes. You know, if you avoid doing it, you won't be able to do it. But also, even if you haven't practiced a lot, it's really not Patrick, too... I'm talking to you, buddy. <laughs> he likes me when I go on these rants. That's yeah. all I'm saying. James Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what I want to say is it's not that hard to catch what's underneath, really, if you're using proper technique. Okay, so if you've got it folded over and you've pinned it or whatever, let's say you folded it over three quarters, like your hem is three quarters of an inch. Well, you top stitch it a half inch, yeah. guys. You don't yeah. try and go right on the edge no. of that. No, we're not tr- we're not crazy masochists or anything. You know, you give yourself some room. And you sometimes know, you might miss. Like it happens. You know, it can happen. But but if you really want to know how to do it the pretty way, yes. That would be the way. If you don't care about the pretty way, go ahead. Do it from underneath. Yeah, well, if you're, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. again, do what makes you happy. I'm just saying, don't call it top stitching when you're around me. Yeah, if you're down <laughs> if you're down and dirty or whatever. But I'll right. tell you what, it just doesn't take that long to get proficient at, like. Mallory fold, knows because I made her get proficient. You fold up your hem. It's, right. It's, even when I am sewing down and dirty, I don't feel the need to top stitch the wrong way. Right. I guess is what I'm saying. Okay, so, uh. Anyway, top stitching, we have done a lot of media about top stitching. And I tell people over and over again, one of the biggest mistakes I see is people's stitching being way too short in top stitch land. And a lot of other things, too. But go ahead. Well, yeah. uh, that is one thing that yeah. can really improve your results. So uh, when you top stitch, you're generally top stitching through a lot of layers. Mm-hmm. So we were just telling you you were, sta- or you were understitching through three. Right. On the pocket. Right. So you're going to top stitch maybe through four. Yeah. When you go top stitch that slash pocket if you need to well, top stitch Well, and, and the other thing, too, is top stitching is usually just to hold layers together or for a decorative detail. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's holding layers together. You know, it it's not a stress point. No, it really it's sh- it's, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's like a hem. Sort of, yeah. You no, know, it, it's yeah. it's not a stress point. It's only holding the two layers of fabric together. It's not holding your butt seam together where one side gets stretched this way and one stru- side gets stretched that way. That's not what's happening. Yeah, top stitching isn't, um, I mean, th- what it does is it, you were talking about uh, 
keeping those layers down. Right. So instead of having a floppy, floppy seam right. on your jeans or a seam, seam or, or a seam or that'll a, roll. Yeah. Or a floppy seam, you know, at your butt or whatever right. like that. The top stitching is kind of just holding that all in place. And then it's gotten kind of a decorative, you know, look to it. So all the top stitching around like the fly of a pair of jeans is sort of just to hold that fly shield in place. You know, or if you think of the top stitching on a collar or a cuff. Yeah. Right? It's to hold those two layers mm -hmm. where they're where you want them to stay. Yeah. So top stitching though should not compensate for like a lining you cut too large. Nope. Or something you distorted nope. out of place. No, okay? it shouldn't. And you can distort while top stitching. So be careful. Okay. You hopefully you stay stitched. Okay, you can distort Anytime. <laughs> Anytime, anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you really can. Right. And, and that's why, you know, force it. Or I've, I hear people say this all the time uh, on the Facebook page. Somebody will say, well, how do you do it? And they go, take that, take it to the ironing board and push it to the side and stretch it. And I'm like, well, it might look good for a second. For, yeah, well. But it, it's, it's, you're not going to be happy. Yeah. It's not going to make it work. If you really have to force something. I mean, I don't know. Think about if you were, like, building a house. <laughs> You're like, well, just force that two before up there. It doesn't matter if it fits or not. Just shove it in there, you yeah. know. Well, eventually, that seam is going to bust or burst or something. Or just something. Look, look wonky or, again. Yeah, or look like a wad. If it's been you know. sewn in in a distorted fashion. Well, so, it's not going to lay right. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you use too short of a stitch, though, on your top stitching, and this is what I think happens, is people just use their default straight stitch, which is like a 2.5 length. And then they're sending a lot of layers through their sewing machine, and your sewing machine is not always absolutely perfect. If it's trying to force through, you know, four layers or lots of layers of uh, fabric, it may not be giving you that 2.5 yeah, length. You may really be down to like almost a two. Yeah, or something like that. Mm -hmm. So give yourself, go up. I mean, I'm going up a lot of times on things. It, it depends on what it is and you need to test to a 3.5 or a 4. Right. Okay? Uh, and still getting a nice, sturdy stitch. And again, this is something that you would test. You yes. would take two pieces or three pieces, how many pieces of fabric you have, take that fabric, fold it over, whatever, and sandwich the lining in between it, and put it through your machine and what looks pretty to you. And not even the first one. If the first one looks okay, if you don't have mm. a lot of experience... Try a couple other links. Go up and go because down. Because yeah. it may go through nicely at 2.5 right now on that and look okay. But I bet you anything, if you scooch it up to 3 right. or 3.5 or 4, 4 might be a little bit long. Depends on what it is. Yeah, it depends. If it's a code or something, 4 might be okay. Yeah, 4 but anyway, might be a bit long. But um, I'd say a 3 to a 3.5 is what you want probably more often for time, and it will be so much prettier. No, and it will help your machine not to struggle. Right. And I want to add this. So we're, you know, we're all thinking wovens, I believe, right now. Yeah, that, no, that so, is very true. So, so you, we do top stitch on knits, and what we top stitch with is a zigzag. Uh-huh. Okay? And I hear people... People even show these things and go, look how well I zigzag this. And I want to, I so bad, and I don't say anything, guys, because I want everybody to feel good about their stuff. But I want to say, if you had just lengthened that stitch, it would have looked so much better. It also would have maintained the stretch better. Yeah. You got okay, too so much the closer the zigzag, you're losing more stretch. Yeah. So I zigzag 
easily on a three, five, or a four when I'm top stitching oh, yeah. on a knit. And it will look so much more professional. It will generally tunnel less. It just gives you a better look. Well, our job, really what we should do, is sew up like a faux, you know, um, leg opening and show it at a 2.5. All the different. Show it at a 3.5. Mm-hmm. Show it at a 4. Right. Because, you know, yeah, you don't want to give unsolicited advice. You if know, somebody's I mean, happy somebody's with happy. it, happy. You, you know, I remember. I don't want somebody to say something to me when I'm happy. I know. I remember, do it all the time. One, one of the things that really used to happen <laughs> when we sold sold embroidery machines, right? Yeah. Was people would come in and they would have embroidered something on, you know, their their, shirt. the chest of their shirt, right? And it would be like on their nipple right or under their armpit or like too far towards the middle it would or it would be too high right you know and they would come in and they would be smiling because the embroidery did look Look good good. the embroidery but the placement would be so awful and we would they'd say look 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 what i did we'd go oh that is really nice then maybe a couple of lessons or a couple of days later or something, we might talk about placement. Well, no, I had people say to me, you didn't tell me what a stupid place my, my yeah. daisy was in. And I was like, you were so proud. Yeah. I couldn't take that away from you at the moment. She goes, what do I do with that daisy now? I go, you cut up the shirt there and you, you take the daisy and you make a greeting card out of it. No, I've had I've had people say to me, like, you were so nice when I brought in that thing. That's and I was right. like, I am nice, you know? Yeah. No. Yeah. Don't don't take anybody's. Uh, I, do, I do not give or I try not to give unsolicited advice. Right. If somebody's asked about the color of something, but this, I don't know, the stitching looks bad. I keep my mouth shut, you know? I mean, whatever, you know. uh, I I gave, though, the feedback about the top stitching when I did a a self-sewn wardrobe live a couple weeks ago where someone had, like, a little wrinkle in their pants and they needed to do a pattern uh, piece, like, length adjustment. You know, it needed to be shortened. And so I said, you know, do this to make the pattern piece shorter. This is why, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, and I'm just going to give this, you know, feedback here on your top stitching. You could go, you know, longer. Right. And, uh, and it, it might, you know, just give you a little better result. Uh, but that was a little different. I'd asked for permission, <laughs> um, you know, to do that. So, yeah. But, oh, my God. Lengthen your uh, – I just – I, I wish I could tell the world not only to thread with their press Stitch for that. length is important. It, it, it is. It, it, stitch length is important in so many ways. Okay, when do you go down to like a 1.5 straight stitch or something? When would you ever do that? I can tell you. Yeah. I can tell you. Okay. Tell me. It might be on the corner yeah. of a neckline. Itty bitty. Okay, when you need to tight get to curve. those little st- in a tight curve. If you're making a cloth doll, stitch that oh sucker at 1 or 1.5. You do not want those stitches to pop. If you've ever looked at somebody who's made a stuffed animal or something and you yeah. see, like, you know, the They're stitches. coming open a little. Yeah, and I don't know why people will use a 4 then, and I'm like, no, this is when <laughs> no, you need the 1.5. <laughs> why couldn't you, your small you, stitch like And the here? tighter that stitch is when you're going around a finger or a hand or a paw or, you know, yeah. whatever little appendage is, you know, um on whatever legs on an octopus or whatever you want them little yeah and because also you're going to go back and stuff and you're going to be poking at those no when you do so it, that there's where you use those little stitches sometimes on like a scalloped hem yes so uh on a on an adult garment i probably wouldn't do like a 1.5 around the whole scallop but when i get to the 
peak of that scallop and I go across and I want to give myself a little bit of straightness. Well, that's where we also don't pivot, right? That's Mallory? right, right. Yeah. You give a little straightness there. Um, and so uh, when you do that, if you bring it way down, you get to be more accurate. You right. Like, okay, that far. So, so think about know. points on a curve. You know, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna draw a circle, the more points you have on the circle to connect, the smoother your curve yes. will be. The yes. farther apart they are, you will get little flattened areas on your curve. Right. If you can think about it that so way. So there is a place for these shorter right. stitch well, lengths. Well, and I shorten. If I want a satin stitch, mm -hmm. I have a zigzag, oh, sure. and I bring it down to sure. maybe, sometimes it's 0.5, depending on yeah. one. 0.5 or 1 or 1.5. Depends, depends on what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, and if I want that look, to look hey, like a satin ribbon. Hey, you know what I thought you were going to say uh, with short length, since we're working on our greeting card uh, little oh, yeah. zigzag live broadcast oh oh, oh yeah that that's short good... length can help you perforate yes you make a tear off perforate so like from like paper if you want to perforate okay if you don't yeah. want to perforate don't and that, do that is another reason not to use that short, <laughs> yes. short stitch you don't want to put a whole bunch of holes in something you don't have to that's right yeah least amount of holes as possible uh okay so top stitching you need that longer stitch length um and it will not fix the distortion. That's right. Okay. It won't necessarily fix a lining popping out. Mm -hmm. You know, you a customer came to you and they had made this beautiful jacket and the lining was coming to the outside and you had them take a pleat inside. That's right. Of the, way at the back right. had nothing to do with the edge of the garment. Okay. You know, <laughs> so it was, it was not like, oh, because, because, you know, then you just get the lining creep into the outside and it has top stitching on it. Right. <laughs> And I'm not laughing at this because, like, I'm like, oh, it happens to you and not me. I've done this before. Well, I've screwed and, up, and this you is, know. this is why when you say you want the garment to look as nice on the inside yeah. as the outside, it's because you want it smooth. You want it to lay flat. It should work as, you know, when you get that lining and you get that outer yeah. uh, fashion fabric, it should be acting as one piece mm -hmm. when you finish. Yeah. Not as two pieces fighting and, against and, each and other linings can can be challenging for sure yeah. you know it is uh you know if you're not successful and you're like your first line garment you know don't worry they they can be hard right. so just so you know all right uh and i've done a lot of videos on top stitching in the self-sewn wardrobe group so if you want more info on top stitching and like top stitching thread and things like that there that can be had there's so, a lot of stuff there um thank you all so much for listening you can find us on instagram we are at so you can email me at mallory at so here.com zd take it away so long and so happy thanks for listening to sewing out loud for even more expert sewing advice visit sewhere.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 